0: Oh, howdy there, listener.
1: Fuck, what you doing? What
0: are you doing? <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the Weesh
1: Podcast. Uh, you're here with me, Dave, and this fucking idiot. Uh,
0: Jamie, over yeah. here. Um, we're seven days. We're open seven days a week. This is the first week of it for, it's for, for December. It's going to be good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's reached out um, with genuine feelings of concern for our well-being. Yeah. Um, we want you to know that yes we're going to be working a little bit hard over December but as are all people in hospitality and um, but we're not going to be here seven nights a week because we've obviously got Ru who helps us at the weekend but we've also just hired Zach Zappato wow and what did you call him on Facebook the, the, the Amaro Prince of Minnesota yes that's a Amaro brilliant title uh, Zach is uh, an amazing bartender who's just over for a couple of months in Glasgow uh, he's won the Amaro Montenegro competition huge competition for the entirety of the USA And Big deal. Uh, yeah right. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he's going to be helping us out. Uh, You need to come in uh, if you're in Glasgow and uh, say hi to him. He's mainly going to be working uh, midweek, so get your bookings in for Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Sundays and all that. Um, And it's going to be really exciting, just like this podcast. We've got so many flavours and yummy things to talk about But
1: the same amount that we normally the, have yeah, but, but they're really yummy they're Particularly the yummy ones
0: um, and, uh, and some news And a very cool drink sort of the week this week yeah. So should we just, just, let's just go Back
1: in, let's back in yeah. yeah. Well Um I love this bit I've never had the pleasure. No. 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 I have say? seen Godfather yeah. 1, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: uh, I close enough, I that's suppose. as good as yeah. it's been there, yeah. um, Do you know that Sicily is named after one of our flavours this week? I
1: did know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which what? one? Uh, chipotle. Ah, just kidding. On. Well, Chipotle is one of our flavours, listener. Uh, no, I'm talking about, of course, celery.
1: Yeah. If um, I In fact, I'm with, I think I only know it because you told me.
0: I told you yesterday when I was doing some research. Yeah. Um, so we had celery, the aforementioned chipotle, We had the yummy marjoram and some vanilla.
1: Yeah.
0: I really like these flavours, actually.
1: Yeah, they worked tremendously well.
0: Um, All working well together as well. Yeah, they all did. Um, So why don't we start with celery?
1: Yeah.
0: Um... It's, it's obviously it's a quite a vegetal relatively savoury flavour but it is something that people are used to having with drinks say perhaps more than some of the other more vegetal ve- flavours that we have done because it's a yeah. garnish of Bloody Mary's
1: yeah that's, that's the only way I know it in drinks really yeah. apart from remember uh, Bramble lovely bar in, um, in Edinburgh they had the celery sour which yeah. was very, very, very yummy.
0: There's also the Ruta Celery Gin oh, that yeah, yeah. I did quite well maybe last year or a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, But no, really, really yummy. Uh, worked very well in sours. has an actual affinity with like lemon juice and lime juice. It's got that bite, that kick um, obviously celery salt being prevalent in a lot of sort of food recipes and, and, and drinks recipes. You know, Bloody Mary's getting uh, rimmed with celery salt.
1: You know, I didn't actually know what celery salt was until I looked up. No. no. Do you know
0: what it is? Yes, yeah. so is it not ground coriander seeds? Coriander? Uh, celery, <laughs> seeds, celery seeds. Yeah, it is
1: yeah. did. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought it was just, I, I, I had no idea what I thought it was. No. I thought it was like uh, salt derived from the celery. Okay. But it's just salt that's added to yeah, powdered it's, celery. Yeah, it is mainly salt. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: it's like chicken salt as well. Yeah. yeah. It's got loads of salt in that as well okay. It's in the name um, you, You're not our biggest fan
1: of celery, right? No, no, not really I, you, no. You've been talking about doing it for a while And I've just not been Not, not really into it not, I don't really like sa- uh, Savory flavours in my uh, 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 Drinks Yeah
0: that's, uh, that's good podcasting there <laughs> Um, It was a shame, actually, because I was really excited about it, and not many of you listeners were as excited as I was. We didn't sell that many celery drinks, did we?
1: Maybe a half dozen.
0: Yeah, and we did some really yummy things. The infusion into dry vermouth, Nolly Pratt, was outstanding. I thought Mm. that was really, really, really... Uh, And celery sours were were fantastic when we were making them, but it wasn't something that we we were able to successfully push on to that many people. Maybe that was because I didn't realise how extreme, the reaction, of the allergic reaction people get who are allergic to celery is. That was a really long Whoa, of way of saying wow.
1: that.
0: <laughs> oh, Want well, to try that again? Uh, I didn't realise that the allergic reaction to celery was so severe.
1: Wow. Uh, no, 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 did I. No? Sim- somewhat similar to the peanut reaction?
0: Yeah, um, it's like the second most severe allergic reaction you can get is to, to celery, for the most part. It's, um, if you're allergic to it, you're really, really allergic to it.
1: And the shock.
0: And phylactic shock. Yeah. Um, interesting thing about that, though, is that while the biggest sort of um, uh, issue with allergies in the US is with peanuts, in Central Europe it is, in fact, with celery. So huh? we should be having far more issues with celery than we do have with peanuts. But when we had peanuts on the bar, how much care did we take to make sure everything was like washed and like put through the glass wash every time anything touched any peanut? Very much so and with celery we is just like ah oh,
1: it's, it's just celery it's yeah. so. do you know how many what percentage of people are, get celery reaction no I know that it's 2% with peanuts yeah and I was wondering I wonder if in Thailand well, I, I wonder if it's the same uh, the same <coughs> predominance like, I wonder if it's 2% there as well mm. or because they are more uh, uh you know, exposed to, it. Yeah. to peanuts. I wonder if it's less there. Do
0: you think it's like an
1: evolutionary thing? Maybe. Because, oh. you know, like uh, can I, uh, Western Europeans have uh, evolved uh, um, uh, the ability to um, break down lactose, you know, eat, eat milk, whereas, you know, uh, the, you know the Japanese and that, they can't do it. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I
0: hadn't, I hadn't quite thought about it that far.
1: Food for thought, Jamie. Food for Celery thought. for thought. Um...
0: I'm going to rate celery because it's so yummy and I love it so much, even though we didn't sell that many, which was disappointing. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. Only, 7 out of 10. I'm going to a 3. A 3 out of 10? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, fair enough. Um, something that I didn't think that I liked. Uh-huh. Well, actually, that's just a segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, marjoram. I didn't yeah. know if I liked it.
1: I didn't know what it was. I didn't really know what it was either.
0: What When you enlightened listener?
1: Uh, So it's in the oregano family, Uh, it's used in kind of, uh, it's a a component of Herbes de Provence, and uh, what is it, Zatar is it Zatar as well? As well eh? um, yeah, it's got a kind of menthol hit to it as well, which is, yeah. Which is yummy.
0: Yeah, it's mint, oregano, that kind of vibe. Um, uh, uh, oregano and marjoram um, look relatively similar, apparently, oh, yeah. uh, in fresh form. And the way to differentiate between the two is oregano is much more pungent and spicy, whereas marjoram is a little bit more floral and woodsy. Mm. It was actually a symbol of happiness in the Greek and Roman Empire. Wow. It Was marjoram uh, not so much a symbol of happiness here? I didn't really enjoy it as a flavour. I didn't. I thought it was rel- relatively bland.
1: Yeah, and it annoyed me how many people were ordering it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just yeah. I mean, it was one of those ones that I think a lot of people recognise the name and yeah. recognise that it's a, that you know it's maybe in a Schwartz. You know, one of those herb uh, containers that you put on that you occasionally put on things that's in the back of your cupboard you've not touched for three years Yeah. and they recognised it from that but I just I don't know I, I mean it, it, it was tasty enough Yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't as spectacular as the other three flavours that we had on it was it was very subtle
1: I liked having it on the list purely so that I can do my little role play with the Yorkshireman you know what I'm talking about
0: I have no idea what you're
1: talking about so the Yorkshireman he's got three friends he's got a friend called Vera uh, a friend called Rosemary and a friend called uh, Marjoram and he goes, hello, Vera. Have you met Rosemary? Hello, Rosemary. Have you met Marjorie? Hello, Vera. You know, do you do that kind of thing? No. Mm, no?
0: No, I've. Uh, did you, were you doing that with guests? I was doing I it in my I head. I didn't catch that. I, I was didn't doing, catch it that that we were were doing it in my head, I was doing it with Yeah. No, let's skip through Marjorie. Four out of ten. Didn't like it.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll give it a four out of ten as well, Jimmy. Nice.
0: Well, that's the first time we've ever agreed. Wow. Um, something that I really enjoyed and the guests did enjoy was Chipotle. Chipotle was really, really good. Now, we we argued a little bit not argued we had a discussion about what a chipotle actually is a gentleman's disagreement yes I was under the impression that any chilli that was smoked could be called a chipotle chilli when in fact it's uh, mainly it's just jalapenos it has yeah. to be a smoked dried jalapeno chilli and then it becomes a chipotle mm. And so because of that, it has a little bit of sort of uh, spice character to it. Maybe like a 5 out of 10 on the spice sort of scale. Um, but it just has this wonderful sort of smoky flavour as well that's just delicious. Yeah, also yeah. The kind of
1: fruitiness as well that you get yeah. from chili, uh, kind of n- not as hot chilies. Yeah, it
0: was, uh, it was really, really good. Now, we already have chipotle Tabasco. Yeah. And we already had the wonderful RBG Chili Vodka that's made with Scottish chipotle chilies. Oh, I Yes, indeed. Um, but we made some really cool things with Chipotle as well, didn't we?
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, Chipotle honey. Then we had Chipotle Antica, uh, mm-hmm. Antica formula, lovely sweet vermouth that we infused with, uh, with Chipotle. Uh, yeah.
0: As we discussed last week, we we both totally agree on the what grows together goes together idea. Uh, yeah. Um, so tequila and mezcal was just a, a match being in heaven for that, wasn't
1: it? I uh, suppose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're
0: just getting more and more proof, evidence, that, that, yeah. that this that this works. Right. So. Um, it was spectacular, and the guests really seemed to enjoy it. It was, I, I think, up there with vanilla. That those two are comfortably the the, the two most popular flavors mm. of this week.
1: One thing to say about uh, about chipotle I didn't know is that it's uh, it's made using um, ripened uh, jalapenos that aren't uh, able to be used for kind of fresh cooking kind of thing so they smoke them to make them more palatable
0: yeah because the jalapenos that we usually see whether they are pickled uh, or fresh are green and that's under ripe but that's that's how um, they are sold predominantly and then it grows to a beautiful red colour and that's when they're picked and smoked and that Mm -hmm. is becoming a much a larger part of jalapeno production is Mexico?
1: Yeah, it takes ten pounds of jalapenos to make one pound of chipotle.
0: Wow, fancy doing that in the metric system. No, okay. Uh, I'll give you a metric stat. Go on. How in kilos? How much jalapeno does the average person in Mexico eat per year?
1: Seventy-nine kilos.
0: No, it's not seventy-nine. It's between <laughs> seven and nine kilos. I mean, yeah. that was you went a little bit too high. A little bit too high. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot of jalapeno. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of jalapeno. That's a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it depends. Jalapenos aren't that spicy, are they? Mm, when
1: you eat them in that quantity,
0: it's supposed to eat them in one sitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty mega. Yeah. Uh, As for for chipotle, nine. Out of ten, I've I've really enjoyed it. I thought it was it, the thing with chipotle is because it doesn't have that massive heat chili. It uh, it works really really well with lots of other things it is relatively subtle and it can work in the background alongside Aye. almost anything really because we were doing it with stirred down drinks like old fashions with American whiskey and then also making beautiful like gin sours that had that sort of spice in the background we make yeah. our lovely chilli vinegar and house that has some jalapeno in it as well mm-hmm. that really tied in really well so yeah I would say 9 out of 10 people seem to enjoy it 8 get an
1: 8,
0: eight. Get an 8 so is that you saving your really high score for vanilla? not necessarily
1: we're going wow. to find out Mm. So
0: you've done a lot of research into vanilla, haven't you,
1: Tim? Eh, not a tremendous amount. No, however, no. I've scribbled some uh, unreadable things uh, on a little piece of paper here. Nice, I
0: can't read a single. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So um,
0: vanilla, we always have tonka on the bar. Yes. Um, which
1: is a kind of a type of vanilla, isn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah. I mean, it has lots of the same proper like flavour. Uh, compounds. compounds as vanilla, but it has so much more going on as well. So, to work with like isolating just the vanilla flavour was really cool. It was something we've been planning on doing for a while and never found the right week and the right balance of flavours to put it in. But this week it just seemed right, yeah. And by golly, did people like it.
1: One thing that I've, I found interesting when, when I was reading up about it is that, um, you know, that van- vanilla in our modern vernacular is uh, is kind of associated with blandness. Yeah. Like kind of middle of the road. It's a bit vanilla. No, a bit vanilla. Like uh, I'm a bit vanilla in the bedroom. That's not me talking. Really? Uh but I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently, and I guess it kind of makes sense that it, it, it's one of the most kind of complex flavours out there it's got over 250 flavour and aroma compounds in it wow
0: Um, I've no idea in context what that means but yeah so for
1: instance uh, jalapenos only have uh, less than that wow yeah less (laughs) Uh, so what else yeah Thomas Jefferson brought it to uh, America really yeah Okay, that's interesting, isn't it?
0: It is. Well, because I think, what's the, the country you would you would uh, you would
1: associate associate Thank with you. vanilla? Um, Madagascar, isn't it? Madagascar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another thing I found out is that it it, it very much varies region to region okay. the, t- the types of vanilla. So, Madagascan vanilla is obviously very prized because mm-hmm. uh, it's um i don't know it's really, it's yummy. really yeah, it's he- heavy yeah. vanilla yeah it's heavy vanilla um i don't know what else yes thomas Jefferson that was a weird one because yeah. uh he had a, a famed recipe for ice cream and he's it seems that he's somewhat responsible for uh, vanilla being in an uh, ice cream really? he bought he brought it back to america from uh from france okay because uh, it was it was used in a lot of kind of pastries there. He brought it back, put it in his uh, ice cream recipe, and then it it, it, it it kind of caught on. Really? Yeah, because um, ice creams used to contain loads of kind of nuts and, and kind of fresh fruits. Um, and then he started putting vanilla in it, and then th- there was not much going on in it, as in there was not much, like, chunks or uh, variation in texture or whatever. So it became known as, like, kind of, like, bland or, like, a base flavour. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's... A strange one. Wow, that mm.
0: is very interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, another weird one. Uh-huh. Is that uh, mother's milk is uh, uh, like human milk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> con- contains a lot of flavor profiles, uh, cl- Van- flavor compounds that are uh, Vanil- present in vanillin, vanilla. Vanillin, yeah. Vanillin, yeah. Yeah.
0: We learned that at Jigger Beaker Glass.
1: We did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why Coke put it in vanilla because they want uh, they want a, they want vanilla to be present all throughout your life. And they want you to associate coke with your mother's milk. It's very Freudian. A bit
0: creepy, but yeah. you know, it obviously works. Yeah. Maybe we should put vanilla in more things. Yeah,
1: can you do maybe a dash of coke too, Yeah, I'll
0: do you'll do you do you i will do you a Pepsi. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So this little event will probably have happened by the time this goes out. Eight but out
0: of ten. Eight out of ten. Huh? But I've decided on vanilla. It's eight out of ten. Oh
1: right. Uh, I, I'll, I'll get a seven. A seven. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, sorry, you were saying?
1: Yeah. Uh, BYOD. Um, it's a little kind of uh, cocktail competition that we are doing in collaboration with The Gate.
0: Our mortal enemies, yeah. The gates. We're trying to sort of get together. We've been told that we should become more friendly with them. Yeah, so we're keep your enemies close
1: and your enemies even closer, whatever yeah, that, that, that phrase is. Uh, yeah, something like that. Another Godfather
0: quote. BYOD, though. Bring Your Own Drink is a competition for bartenders by bar- bartenders. Um, about
1: bartenders. About
0: bartenders. <laughs> You've yeah. not, never seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No. That was where that quote came oh. from. Oh. Um, so, uh, essentially... Um, Oh, you need to get down for the next one because if you've not if you're not already entered, then the entry deadline has passed. Um, but we decided to do a cocktail competition. It's usually very brand heavy, and you have to talk about the brand and you have to, you know just say that you love the brand so much and all yeah. the chat is always the same about the brand history. All the competitors have exactly the same notes from Wikipedia.
1: You've got to masturbate over the bottle in front of everyone. It's just... Yeah,
0: it's a whole thing. We yeah. decided to take that all out of it and just let people make drinks based on what they want to make. Like, yeah. And just give them a rough theme. So this week, uh, this uh, this edition will be retro. Yeah. Everyone goes up, makes a drink, doesn't need to speak. They just make their drink into little sample uh, glasses. Everyone gets a wee taste. And then the public, the audience...
1: We'll vote. Yeah. I guess it's a it's a competition for the introvert uh, bartender, yeah. isn't it? So where's your entry? Uh, I can't be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the attitude. Uh, oh. yeah. I no, might yeah, I might get going very me, high I, might, now. I might get one in. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the day, I'd fucking doubt it though. Okay.
0: That, this first one's being hosted at the gate uh, but in f- the, the, the you trying to pause it' going to pause it um but uh, in future we're going to rotate hosting it with the gate and so be sure to look out for when that next one is being posted about Really. Each week on the Weesh podcast, we uh, <laughs> we talk about our cocktail of the week, our Weesh classic cocktail of the week. Not necessarily a classic, but a drink that we have created over the years or over the months, and something that, whilst every drink is at bespoke at Weesh, these are the drinks that we make on a rather more frequent basis. We've had some yummy ones previously. Uh, this one may be my favourite. I I'm yeah. actually I'm actually might be coming in here for a drink tonight, Ooh. and this might be the drink that I order. Jeez. Jeez.
1: Uh, it is the rice The rice Yeah. How do we I think it's one of the best sours I've ever come up with. Yeah. Or maybe the, the my, my favourite sour.
0: It's so good. Yeah. Deceptively good. Yeah. Um, and deceptively simple as well. Yes. yes so it's need. just
1: rye whiskey. Uh, we've got some Oros also Sherry. Nice kind of dry, nutty style Sherry, which we put in just about everything. Yeah. We? Uh, we've got lime juice and then Galangal. Yeah. Uh, and it's a
0: super simple spec to remember as well. It's two, one, one, one. Yeah. Rye whiskey, and then everything else is equal parts.
1: Uh, I
0: depends on. If it depends. Dave doesn't measure any of the sugar that he puts in any of his syrups. That's so,
1: No, I, I yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Your galangal syrups all over the place, son. I I strongly disagree. <laughs> I do forty-five rye, twenty orosol, twenty um, galangal, twenty-five lime. That's my spec.
0: Uh, it's close enough. No, not close enough. Um, where did the name come from?
1: So the name came from uh, a call a, a, a former colleague of ours. he was yeah. the it uh, was the kitchen porter in uh, the Kelvin Rove Cafe when we worked there. Uh, his name was Benny. Lovely, lovely, lovely man. My favourite human in the world. Yeah. yeah. A character. Yeah. Um, in fact, he got yeah. my vote for. Th- there's there's going to be some Glasgow Bartenders it's Awards in fire. January. And uh, the there's there's an award for the hospitality. what, what is it? A dark horse or
0: something? Uh, industry legend. Industry legend. Or yeah. Behind the scenes guy. Something, something like, that. like
1: that. Yeah. I, I I vote for Benny. Yeah. Yeah. What's Benny's actual name?
0: Bernard it's McCudden.
1: Bernard McCudden. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought on his bursts just said Benny. <laughs> 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 anyway, so Benny, um, I wouldn't say he has a tick. Yeah. But when, when you, whenever you would come into the little KP station, you'd go, "Hey right, son, right, son." aysen, aysen, Nosen, aysen, Or yeah. hen. Yeah. Right hen. Right When he's talking to a lady. Um so, so
0: this is a drink dedicated to yeah. to Benny.
1: Right Rison. The Ryson. Ryson.
0: Ryson. news this week,
1: Dave? Um, About the Queen not being dead? Oh, yeah.
0: Because you owe me money. I
1: do.
0: Uh, We made a wee bet uh, last night. Dave had a tip-off. Before any of the rumours really came to light, Dave had a tip-off that the Queen was dead and that the news would be announced this morning. This is Monday morning. Uh, And so we made a bet. I gave him two to one odds, a fiver. And if the Queen was announced to be dead by 11.59 today, then then I would owe Dave a tenner. And if she was not announced to be dead...
1: I get a fiver. Is this? Tr- I'm just thinking. Is this treasonous? Is I was it? betting on this?
0: No, we're not having any influence on it.
1: I know, but I, I, I don't know. Bit benefiting from a royal's death. I don't ah. know. It's it's it sound, <laughs> it sounds somewhat treasonous well, to me. Well,
0: I'm benefiting from her being alive. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe you're the maybe you're the treasonous person. Oh, we should person. be a fucking republican. Really. <laughs> no, I'm. What I meant on this on news was um, about uh, one of my favourite bars I've ever been to, a little bar called Coupette in London, which has uh, created some of uh, you know some modern classics that we have actually taken influence from at least as well the Cocktail Apples is a very uh, is, is essentially the predecessor to what we now have as the Calvados Highball Yeah, uh, they have the Champagne Pina Colada which has won multiple drinks uh, cocktail, uh, cocktail of the Year awards is it? their new menu Strawberries and Cream um, is going to be the star of that star of that show apparently right. well. they should be using Pandan in that because oh and, yeah. and our weekly Strawberry Vodka because we've made some Strawberries and Cream cocktails with that um, but no, um, one of the founders, Chris Moore, um, it was uh, featured on Drinks International uh, that he will be leaving Coupette Well, wow. uh, and the the headline of the article um, was a very good article. Uh, was uh, was he uh, Chris Moore chooses happiness over Coupette and there were some quotes in that article that I thought were quite a appro- quite you know uh, cl- hit close to home. Oh, a little bit. Um, in the article, Moor uh, we told uh, Drinks International, last year I was working every hour God sends. Working like this is not a badge of honour and you can't do it forever. It doesn't make you happy. I well, mean, me think about us. Yeah. Here. Now we, we're, we do work a lot. Uh, and it's not just when we're in waste We, used to, you know, we have the book at home with us a lot of the time. We have the phone at home a lot of the time, and we've always, if you have that drinks uh, the the booking sheet and the booking diary, you're pretty much on twenty four seven. Like you always have to be available to take bookings. Yeah, and there's uh, the
1: social media and the fucking yeah. so constant I mean, emails and messages and
0: it's and then we added a podcast on top of that as well. So right. I mean, it maybe we don't work as much as Christmas I don't know. Maybe maybe we do, but. It's about this badge of honour and not being able to do it forever. And whether you, what, what your feelings are on like this sort of workaholic atmosphere that there is in hospitality, and that it is like, oh yeah, I did uh, sixty-five hours last week. Oh yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of that kind of chat. But however, I have been kind of sucked into it over the years. Because um, I don't I don't really take days off when I'm sick. Uh in fact I, the, the only two times I've been I've taken times off is when I had a broken foot. This is me boasting about. Yeah. <laughs> this is me being sucked in a no second. Yeah. Uh yeah, when I broke my foot and when I had just the worst imaginable toothache, I just had to had to knock him in. Yeah. But, and that's like I don't know, what, seven years of bartending and that yeah. those are the only times I've ever been off. Yeah. And I,
0: think I brought one day off. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, in five five and a bit years of birth and Jeez. one sick day yeah. Um, so yeah I mean but yeah here we are boasting about Can it two shits Jamie like... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what two shits is? no
1: so uh, two shits is when uh, if I'm telling you about a shit I've had you've had two oh,
0: um, so the badge of honour I suppose we are getting a little bit better at it um, about I mean, in general in society the conversation about working hours is being had mm. but still in general it, this is a low paid job and people need to work a lot of hours in order to make a, a decent amount of money um, so in the article he kind of says that you know his life has kind of fallen apart You know, personal life has totally fallen apart and everything has been focused on that and he says about how owning a bar sometimes isn't all that it's cracked up to be, it's, everyone says that you're the, you know super independent but actually potentially you're maybe less independent than you ever will be in your life because you're so tied to this one thing that you can't leave the country and change yeah. job you can't like there's so much tied to this one place but what he said actually made it worthwhile for some of it uh, and this is back to the quote uh, it says i was fixated on winning but winning professionally meant losing personally now what that made me think about us is that we're not really fixated on winning like we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. The the ex, the reason for Wish to exist is not to win awards. Like that would be amazing if we did, but is to create this incredible bar and to have an amazing atmosphere and have amazing hospitable service and and, and you know to have all of that. We're not winning at anything. So yeah. what are we doing here?
1: It does it, it does seem to be that like there's no end. What's the end goal here? Yeah. I I I I couldn't do this indefinitely. No. What we're doing right now. No. And I, I guess it's no, good. We're still, we're still in our twenties, you got loads of time. I'm fucking barely in my twenties. You're 20s. nearly thirty, right. yeah. Uh, but you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. the The, the other thing is that people are just. I, I get the feeling that that we're in an enviable position yeah. from from where we were like a, a year ago, for say. And uh, we shouldn't. We mustn't gripe. Mustn't uh, grumble.
0: But You can still. But you can always have gripes. Just because you're in a better position doesn't mean that you can set. You should settle for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can always but, have a better situation. And yeah, this is a situation that, you know, pretty much every bartender that will be listening to this would love to be in this position to have their own place. But, we're just saying, alongside the Chris Moore, like, based on this sort of Chris Moore article, that, you know, it's, it's not all roses no. <laughs> a lot of the time. And I'm going to spend all my life with you as so. well. Oh God. Right, Dave, you ready
1: for it? Hit me yeah. with it. <laughs> Drink Sorrows of the Week.
0: Uh, yeah your favourite segment is back uh, we had a few weeks where we couldn't remember what the good drinks orders were yeah. and then we were totally blown out of the water by one of our last tables we had in on Saturday uh, they were sat uh, one on 113 over in the corner by the pink light three of them and once they got into the, the the swing of things they went for it with drinks orders they did they really pushed us and this was after a pretty long shift uh, and it was we, we were all very tired
1: yeah when you our busier Saturdays yeah
0: but the, I mean, some of the some of some of them, it was very difficult to think of, and then other orders, I had a lot of fun with with like playing about with them. So they were ordering things like, I want a cocktail based on Blade Runner. I want a cocktail based on the Italian Job. Uh, I want a cocktail that you'd serve to an Antarctic explorer. And then one of them, uh, it was really getting into it, uh, said, Right, I want to set the scene. I want to set the scene. Okay. Oh, uh, you're in. You're in the Caribbean. You know, you're in a bar. It's, it's incredibly hot and humid. The atmosphere is, like, oppressive. And, you know, there's prostitutes about. We're in the 50s. And there's, like, different gangs of people, different groups of people. And it's very tense. You know, it's, you know everyone's very... You know, you can just tell that all it would take is, like, that. And the whole thing's going to kick off. And I was like, okay, so you want us to make a drink to alleviate this? He was like, no, I want you to make a drink to represent
1: this. <laughs> Tastes like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought that was uh, Amazing. Uh, We ended up making a really yummy sort of rum sour with a couple of different kinds of rum because you couldn't pick which rum you'd be having because you got to keep all the bases open. Uh, We had some guava for that kind of like traditional tropical sort of element, but then some chili vinegar, some bitterness in there as well. It was super tart. We had a whole story going on. But no, the drink I wanted to talk about, this isn't so much for the drinks order, but the drinks that were made to the drinks order of the week, and that was for the Italian job. Mm. Where what we made was we took three sort of uh, mini martini glasses almost like sort of, sort of whiskey sniff snifters essentially yeah jimmy's holding up an yeah, example ho- of that He ho- doesn't ho- look nice to the, the camera uh, like. audio yeah and um, made three separate cocktails based on the three minis of the italian job so uh, and they were all uh, italian aperitivo drinks or two of them were so we had a uh, twist on an alpine negroni which is a sort of a a Dante cocktail um, that's uh, a Negroni that has a little bit of creme de monthe and some gentian in there so it's vibrant and green. We then had a little Americano, so Campari and sweet vermouth with a little touch of soda that was red. Then I was struggling with the white one because then we don't have any dairy so I used macadamia orgeat, Yeah. Um, that is totally clear milky white with some Amaro Nanino and added some malic acid in there as well just to give it that little acid kick and it was served as three little minis that together would get the job done. Wow. I absolutely loved it. I was so happy with that. freaking quarter to one on a Saturday night. I was I'm scared.
1: not so into that shit. No? No. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because when I take an order from, from my table, I just want them to tell me what they want that's going to be yummy for them. Yeah. But... Th- those, those, are, they're just—it's uh, just too wacky. I don't like wackiness, Jimmy. Oh, I'm well, not a wacky person. Well, we created the I'm wrong very concept. S-
0: we created <laughs> the wrong concept. You can order anything you want in the world, but Dave doesn't want it to be too wacky. No, huh?
1: to, no, it, it can be wacky, but as as long as you you describe things that you're going to find yummy, that's just opening—it's it, opening up the floodgates for you to be disappointed.
0: Well, one one three had—they were absolutely loving it. These guys. Mm absolutely adored it they thought it was amazing and you know if we can do that for people then that's exactly what we should be doing for people excellent and I, you didn't even have to make most of the drinks I came by in the bar to make them for you even though I was on the floor because yeah, you were just I, so I, against I, I put down my tools I was, yeah <laughs> um, so well done guys on uh, 113 uh, that was uh, your uh <coughs> drinks all the week Yeah, so. well, that's all we got time for uh, this oh, week uh, on, yeah. the, on the Wish Podcast. That was a good one, didn't we? Uh, Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, this is our Monday, so we've got 15 minutes until we are open for the first time ever... On a Monday? On a Monday. Yeah. Uh, Dave and Zach on the bar tonight, although this, this is now yesterday, or two, two days ago by the time you're listening oh, to this. Oh, it's like Back the, to the Future in the or something. the podcast world. Yeah. Um, Benjamin Button. But be sure to come in and see us on Mondays and Tuesdays, and hopefully we won't regret opening on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. Um And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Wish Podcast. Yeah, I'm all the Yeah, it. And uh, remember folks, uh, Mexicans eat loads of jalapenos.
1: I've been Jamie. No, I've been Jamie's uh, co-host. Yeah, and I've been Dave's co-host. <laughs>